Welcome to The Real Deal, where God, His purposes, and His people are celebrated. I'm Rachel Inouye, bringing you encouragement through real life, people, and their stories. It's The Real Deal. Hey, let's get started. Hey, everybody. It's Rachel Inouye. I'm really excited about today's podcast because I have a friend of mine who is not a stranger to The Real Deal. Tabitha Deller has been on The Real Deal many different seasons and seasons in her life as well, not just the seasons of The Real Deal. And today I want to interview her and talk a little bit about the author, the person behind some of the things she's writing, but also get her on because she has recently just finished a new devotional and I'm excited about it and want to um, let you know a little bit more about it. So first of all, before I bring Tabitha on, I just want you to know that you are ready for a treat. This woman loves the word of God. She loves people. She loves her husband. She's just amazing. And she's a dear friend of mine. And we become closer through um, more communication, which I think fits with stay. So I just want to welcome Tabitha Deller to the podcast. And I'm going to ask her the same questions I've always asked everybody, because perhaps you didn't hear her give those answers before. So everybody, I am so excited to welcome my friend Tabitha Deller. Tabitha, I am so glad you are here. Let me see if I can bring us on Sloopy. And ha, there we are. We are. <laughs> Don't mind the man behind the curtain. Welcome to The Real Deal. Thank you so much. And Tabitha, I know you had a lot going on today. So thank you for just sticking with me technology-wise. I really appreciate it. Yes, thank you for having me, Rachel. You know, it is a joy every time we talk, whether it's for a podcast interview or a Marco Polo or a phone call or whatever. We just have a good time all the time. So we we really, really do. And I appreciate it. You know, today we had a little technical difficulty and some of it was probably on my end, but Tabitha just, she pushes through. So Tabitha, I want to honor you as a human, as a child of God, as a woman in the kingdom, as a wife and a mama, you really inspire me. You, I, on my phone, it, it signs up as Wonder Woman, you know that, and that's been answered in one of our other podcasts. But before we get diving into some of my deeper questions today, I just want to do the regular real deal things in case people haven't heard you before or in the other seasons. So just rapid fire, don't overthink them. Would you say that you're a coffee tea person? Coffee. I knew that one. Dog, cat, either, neither. Dog. Morning bird, night owl. Morning bird. Books or movies? Movies. Leaned in, laid back. Both. <laughs> I. It depends on the day and the season. I'm. I'm both leaned in and laid back. Okay. Shower or bath? I love a good bath, but I'm gonna have to say shower in this season of life. Okay. Driver or passenger? Passenger. Wow. All I think of you is driving everywhere. Okay. I know. Do you, like to, do you like to eat at home or dine out? Oh, dine out. A hundred percent in this season of life. You guys get, to, okay. I'm not supposed to just like um, commentary on everyone. Okay. And then the last one is, I think you've already done this before, but right now in this season, who's your real deal and how's it affecting you? Who's somebody that's authentically who they are? Yes. I, um, so I gave a shout out to my husband in the last podcast. He, he, and he's truly always the real deal, but I'm going to give a yeah. shout out to all four of my boys because they are like their dad. And as they become men now, and I'm watching them become men and go through trials and struggles, we all do, but that is helping them become the real deal and who God has made them. And so I would have to say Joshua, Caleb, Nathan, and Isaac, 
in their seasons of life and what God has them individually going through right now, 100% the real deal. I love being a mom now of men, not a say a mom of boys. They are men and I love watching them grow and become the men of God he's created them to be, which means they are the real deal. You know, it's so interesting that you said that, Tabitha, because I kind of have this not a divided heart, but a divided podcast desire, because I really want to talk about stay and your devotional. And then I also believe there are people in my particular audience that will really benefit from a mom who had four young boys becoming four young men and even, you know, the older one becoming like a man, man, you know, so whatever you want to interject with that, if it has part of your process or part of what you're learning, please do, because I, we both homeschooled. And uh, you still have Isaac homeschooling, but that feels like forever ago to me. But I do have people in my audience that are homeschooling mamas. And so anything like that, that would just help. Mm -hmm. I I know, I just think it's neat that you would say that your boys are your real deal. And I've met them and I would agree. So that's really, that's really wonderful. Okay. So what I want to do now is just know that you go where you want. Holy Spirit will lead us. But Mm -hmm. those two things in tandem, a really busy mom, a really... And and not just busy for busy sake, a, a mom who's, whose life is full, a Bible study teacher, somebody who's still running one here and there until Isaac got his driver's license, but you are writing these curriculums, these Bible studies, the devotionals. Can you take us a little bit on your process? And it may not be the same. What you did for stay may not be the same for what happens in the future or what was going on when you wrote brave or called. So just take us a little bit on a journey because I do have people ask me sometimes about my process and I'm like, you don't want to know mine. It's super random, but tell us how that was for you. Yeah. And I think we kind of figure it out along the way. That's part of being the real deal is that um, seasons change and life has twists and turns and bumps and, and all kinds of things that we encounter. And I think that helps um, shape us and not not only into the women of God that we are, the ministry leaders that we are, the mamas that we are, but also the authors that we are. I would say if you read Called, my first Bible study that I published in 2018, I actually wrote it a few years prior to that, like almost a decade ago is when that um, God birthed called in my heart. And I started writing curriculum for my Bible study at the time at the church we were attending. And that is what became called the 10 chapter 10 week Bible study. But if you were to read called that I wrote all those years ago, and then you read stay next to it, I would say, yes, I'm still the same author, the same voice, the same personality, but there's a difference in my words. I told a lot of personal stories. Like I said, this was almost a decade ago. I was in the the throes of motherhood with a busy house. And like you said, a homeschool mama. I had boys in my home 24-7 under my roof. I was taking them places. We were experiencing life together. And I had to be very intentional with my writing time for called. Steve was such a blessing to me. My husband, he would help me carve out Tuesday nights or Saturday mornings where I could go to a coffee shop or sit in bed and write. And he would take care of everything in the home. And and like I said, I told a lot of personal stories, a lot of object lessons. And now my two latest books, Near, which I wrote um 
a year and a half ago and Stay that I just wrote a half a year ago. Um, very different voice. They're devotionals called and brave our Bible studies. Um, so a little different intent, but near goes through the gospel of Matthew stay goes through the gospel of John. And I think what I, the process of writing and, and that initial question you asked, I would say that as I have grown in maturity and my walk with the Lord, and I've experienced an ongoing active relationship with the real deal, God himself, and he's poured into me, that it's not that writing isn't work, but what comes out in these devotionals truly is an overflow of my time with the Lord. It's not as much planning and outlining and you know, having a game plan for this book and this Bible study and laying out the chapters. It's more reading through with near the gospel of Matthew, with John, with um, stay the gospel of John, reading through that book of the Bible and literally allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to my heart and then to flow through my fingers to the keyboard to type out some thoughts, some devotional thoughts for the reader. And it it's it's kind of ironic. I talk about this a lot. My Bible studies, yes, you get into the word and you study the word, but they're very topical in nature. You're all over the word. You know, this verse in the New Testament takes you back to this verse in the Old Testament and you're studying the Bible in the Bible studies. But my devotionals are really, you're in the word more like in a specific book of the Bible from chapter one to chapter 28 in Matthew and chapter 21 in John. And you're there every word, every punctuation mark from start to finish. You're And yes, I include Old Testament passages each day in these devotionals, but sure. you're, you're in the same book of the Bible on that journey. Near's a 28-day journey. Stay is a 40-day journey. And so... I would say that my writing has definitely changed. I don't know. I'd have to ask readers if for better or worse, but I would say based on the season of life that I'm in as a writer, as a mom, and based on the season of life I'm in as a child of God, that there's a different, there's a, when you said leaned in or laid back, I would think that called and braved are a little more leaned in. And I would say near and stay are a little bit more laid back. It's just yeah. like, Holy Spirit, hands off. Yep. This is yours. Yep. Whatever you want to do. And not that I didn't trust God with my Bible sure. studies, but I micromanaged. I, I outlined. I, I, it was tedium. And yes, there's something to be said for, you know, caring for the work we're producing and being a good steward of the gift God has given us and wanting to represent him well. But there's also something to be said for the fact that, it has nothing to do with the words we write or speak and all to do with his word that does not return void. So if we're pointing people to his mm. word and we're getting women in his word, that's where the transformation happens. It has yeah. nothing to do with near or stay or called or brave. It has everything to do with the living, active word of God that has the power to transform a life from the inside out. And so... Mm -hmm. I That's love kind of it. My journey of writing. I love it.
You know, I know I'm a I'm a, I'm an outside observer because I don't live in Pennsylvania with you, and I'm not at the crackpot with you all the time or that sort of yeah. thing. But but I do have kind of a little bit of a window into your life, and we've become even closer. We've been doing those Marco Polo. It's an app that you can talk to people back and forth. And I would say, Tabitha, that what you just described, I've witnessed. I've witnessed the more studious, tedium, let's get it done, structured friend of mine. And nothing wrong with that. It produced a particular type of a product. And then out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks, right? We know that it says that in scripture. And also as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. I think as you've just realized, I'm a beloved daughter of the king. You're writing differently. And it makes a lot of sense to me that there would be a continuum, a change, a uh, progression as you've Mm -hmm. written. My son, Andrew, you know, he was like, mom, I don't love when you put out my first CD. Well, number one, I thought it was brilliant. Number two, he feels that way because he knows he's gone through a metamorphosis of thing, mm-hmm. of change and transition. But, he, I, you know, I just think it's neat. I think it's really, really, really neat that you can even tell that there was that little bit of a difference. Mm-hmm. So I remember seeing you like on your front porch or, you know, deciding I'm going to go outside and I'm just going to write. Uh what is one time where you felt like there was a wrinkle or there were some things that came against you or one time where it just flowed? And maybe maybe I'm asking something you don't you can't speak to. Mm-hmm. But while you were writing stay, was there something that was a pivotal watershed moment where you were like type it away? Or was there I don't know what I'm asking. I just want you to tell me because I think that's life. And it's normal to realize that sometimes you have to put it away because too much is going on or whatever. Yeah. Well, I would say, um, I, I think I can answer this question, um, kind of answer both of those questions together, the wrinkle and the, the flow. Sure. And um, whatever you want to tell us. So I, um, like I said, I wrote near an Advent devotional through the book of Matthew in 2022, published that just before Advent, you know, in November, Um, that was released, walked through that devotional with a group of ladies. It is an Advent devotional, but it's very, it's like God's word is applicable throughout the year. So you can use that as a guide through the book of Matthew. And I knew for a decade, I wanted to write an Advent devotional that had always been in my heart. I love the season of Advent. We had always observed it as a family. Um, I always, as that homeschool mama, would do activities with my boys during the season, keep the focus on Christ, not the um, commercialization of Christmas and all of that. And so I knew I had written, guest written for, for Advent resources and devotionals, and I always knew I wanted to produce an Advent devotional at some point. So that happened in 2022. And it was on the heels of that, probably the beginning of 2023, you know, after that Advent season had passed and Lent was upon us. And I actually, I had never, I'd always heard of Lent. I'm obviously, I'm a believer, so I understand Christmas and Easter, and I understand, I call it now, and you helped me put words to this, Rachel, the come and go Mm. of the gospel. We were Mm. talking about the come and go of the gospel, that Jesus came here to draw us near, but he went away to prepare a place for us to keep us in that relationship. It's the power of the gospel completed. Like, we Mm. wouldn't have, there would not be that keeping staying power of salvation without Jesus 
death, burial, and resurrection. He had to complete the work of the gospel to keep us in relationship with him, to be that true vine um, that we could then be grafted into and rooted and established and stay and learn what it means to be in a constant abiding relationship with him. And so I had, you know, heard people say, well, I'm giving this up for Lent or this, you know, I sure. know about the fasting days or that I thought maybe that's just a Catholic thing. And so on the heels of Advent, I thought, why not learn more about this um, season just prior to Easter, what it's all about? So I started to study Lent, all things Lent, looked up, like figured out how they counted things. I'm still honestly not 100% sure that I understand all of the tedium there again of the ritual of it. But what intrigued me is, okay, I'm coming off of the heels of observing this Advent season, these four Sundays of Advent that mean different things, that we light that candle, we focus on this thing, we, we focus on the coming of Christ. Now I'm, I'm entering into the season of Lent where I am focusing on what he gave up in order that I could have life and have it abundantly and eternally. And last year in 2023, I actually went through this during Lent. It's the 40 day feast. It's by Wendy Speak. And she is um, also known for her fasting book. She has, um, mm. I'm doing this right now, 40 day sugar fast. And she oh, also wow. <laughs> has 40 day social media fast. So Wendy is, is a fellow author that I really look up to. love her writing style. I love the content that she produces. These are rich. So if you're looking for resources, ladies, I would say these are amazing resources. And so I was reading the 40-Day Feast last year throughout the season of Lent. I'm studying and learning a little bit more about this 40-day period of time prior to Easter. And I also, on the heels of that, started reading and studying the book of John. And wow. it was the summer of 2023 that the Holy Spirit confirmed in my heart this little stirring needed to become action. And I needed to start this 40-day Lenten journey of my own, not just Wendy's 40-day fast journey. Sure but a 40 day journey through the gospel of John. And it was on my porch at the cracked pot coffee shop at my kitchen table in this office on my sofa that I started putting words after I would read sections. John is 21 chapters. Lent is 40 days. So you read about a half a chapter of John a day. Mm. And then again, like I said, I share some thoughts that the Holy spirit impressed upon my heart and then the way um the book is is organized is that after the devotional thoughts i'm trying to get there there we go so the, here's day one and then after my thoughts i have a prayer to end and then there's a journal page that the reader can then journal some thoughts. And I have STAY as an acronym for seek him first, turn to him, abide in him, and yearn for his return. And so STAY is sectioned off into four different 
10 day sections where you focus on the seeking, the turning, the abiding and the yearning. So that's in a nutshell, how it came about. And, and like you ask about the wrinkle or the, the flow, there were plenty of wrinkles. There were days that, and you know, because we Marco Polo, there were days that I was having writer's block. Is this going to happen? Is this right? And then there were times it was like, I'd log on to that Marco Polo and say, Hey, Holy Spirit's working today. And we were just going with the flow, like quite sure. literally. So. Sure. Did, did your dog have, did Ray have trouble during stay or was yes. that past? I can't remember that, the time. It was, it was during the editing phase of, so I yeah. wrote stay in the summer and then I edited um, September, October. And yes, Ray, um, my dog had Lyme disease and we, we were at the, yeah, the vet yeah. ER, ER all day dealing with her. And I was, I was in the throes of editing there um, that day. And so Yes, but hindsight, you know, God is always faithful. And we know yeah. that when we look back and see the process that the things we have to go through, the, um, all of it is all a part of his plan. And it's just trusting him and not like you were saying, not overthinking things, realizing that his word does not return void. And so I, I didn't get everything probably 100% right. I've actually seen some things now that I'm reading through it. Um, in preparation to lead a group through it that um, I might log on and change. That's the beauty of self-publishing. Um, but God's word doesn't return void. Right. This is pointing people to the gospel of John and believing that his Holy Spirit is going to do a work in their heart. Right. I, you know, I, I, um, I don't mean to interject, but I do want to just agree with you that if we were to only celebrate perfection instead of the process, nobody would write books because no. there's always, there's always going to be something that you could have changed or done. Or honestly, if he is bringing us from glory to glory, grace to grace, strength to strength, I'm not the same person tomorrow that I was yesterday. So I might almost want to go back and keep tweaking. Yeah. You would yeah. just be, you would never be done tweaking because you're like, wait a minute, I'm not sure if I really want to say that anymore. So I believe it's better to get it out or you'll never produce. Right. And, and so I just, just say, yay. And if you find even, even an error, or if you find an edit, you know, whatever. Yeah. Oh, well. And yeah. I also think that there's times when God is saying to people, or I've said this to people before, if it's for you, and if it's just an intimate thing between you and the Lord, he'll let you know. But yeah. a lot of times when he's brought you through something, or he's shown you something in his word, or it's been rich, it's so that you feed others. Yeah. You know, and so it, it's a matter of like, unless this is just between us, God, there's going to be somebody on the other end that can benefit. So I just really appreciate what you did personally, but then you decided to do publicly because yeah. your interest in it and your d diving in to figure out about Lent then bless more people yeah. when you wanted to make it public. Okay, so yeah. it's interesting. I have this um, set of cards that I've used since the kids were young. And this morning I'm like, oh, you know, what? I'm just going to look for one promise that is from God's word and it's that God pr will provide for your needs. And it's Matthew six thirty three. but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. So S was the seek. So you got S T A Y for stay, yeah. but just right now, just today, as Rachel in is asking you, is there an S or a T or an A or a Y? Is there one of those that hits you more just right now in the moment? I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I would say abide. I would say the A, abide in him. And I think that's why 
the Lord has so pricked my heart towards these devotionals because, mm. because there's, there's so much out there. There's so many amazing resources out there. <clears throat> there's your books and journals that guide women with their time, you know, to, to hear that God does speak to them and to get them attuned to listening to his voice. But we can't, it's just like you've talked about with our Marco Polos or any relationship that we're in. You do not get to know the other person in that relationship apart from communication, apart from spending time with them, learning about them, hearing about their day, wanting to know more about them. And I believe that if we establish, you know, this time, like I said, with Wendy's 40 day journeys and, and near and stay and other devotionals I've done so many times I shied away from devotionals. Like, you know, 10 years ago when I was teaching Bible study and I thought, well, they're just kind of watered down. We need to we need more meat and potatoes need to be in the word. And I really have changed my opinion about devotionals mm. because why not? Why would I not? And especially these journeys that are, you know, not that it's about legalism and checking a box because I'm a box checker, but there's something I had just had a conversation over Christmas with Caleb, my, he's going to be 21 next week. Oh my word. I know crazy. Uh, but we were talking about the difference between discipline and motivation and what's better. Mm. And his conclusion was, mom, I think that motivation does not happen apart from discipline. He said, I believe discipline's most important because you won't find motivation to continue a course if you're not first disciplined to do the work. And so I feel like so many people can be intimidated. Oh, I just don't have time. Bible study's hard. I don't have time to fit that in my schedule. That's a lot if I do this precept study or this thing. And I am not knocking. I think we need to be in the word and we need to be studying the word. But I think the intimidation can can subside when we say, I'm just going to spend five minutes reading God's word this morning. And, and we live in a culture and a day and age that is just sound bites, fast, click, click on it and, and get your little snack for the day. And no, that's not enough. That's, that doesn't sustain us. But I don't think, I, I think that apart from the discipline to say, I'm going to show up to the table today and eat something. I'm going to show up and nourish myself with something. I think as we do that, oh, that's good. where the abiding takes place. That is abiding. You make a conscious decision every day to eat food to sustain you. If you, do, if you go a few days without doing that, you're going to feel the effects of that. You're going to be hungry. You're going to be tired. You're going to feel the effects of not having that nourishment. So I believe the same is true for God's word. We don't learn to abide, to truly stay in a relationship with him ongoing, active, learning, growing, maturing, producing fruit until we show up and we have the spiritual discipline to just open God's word every day and show up. And it's the Holy Spirit, not Tabitha Deller, the author, not Rachel Inouye, the author, not Wendy Speak, the author. It is the Holy Spirit and the very word of God that is our bread of life. 
It is our daily manna. It is. It sustains us. It gives us exactly what we need for nourishment for that day because the Holy Spirit knows that, like God who created us and he made us, he's the only one that can give us anything of significance to sustain us. And therefore, if we're not showing up to, the, to his table every day and partaking in that bread of life to truly nourish us, mm. then we're not going to understand the the benefits of the spiritual discipline for abiding and being in his word every single day. And so I think that we can become a spiritual anorexic. Actually, I didn't mean like we can become a spiritual anorexic. If we think if I don't have a full on meal, I'm not going to do it anyway then. So then we would run maybe a devotional when no, no, just take something in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think that every little bit counts. I think it's going to make you more hungry, like hungrier (laughs) for the word. When you have, you know, when you, when you say yes to that spiritual discipline to show up, I think that will produce even more of a desire and more of a desire. Exactly. I have so many thoughts pinging. I just amening you. I'm I'm waving my hanky, amening you. Let's pause a second. If you are enjoying The Real Deal with Rachel in a way, subscribe, rate, and review it. I appreciate your support. All right. Back to The Real Deal. I, I totally agree. Like when you were talking with Caleb, right? It was Caleb that was talking mm-hmm, about the mm-hmm. discipline. I, I so agree that there is some discipline. Um, it says in scripture that, you know, no discipline seems pleasant at the moment, yeah. you know, but, but painful, but it will produce a harvest of righteousness if you don't give up. In other words, you do have to keep going, but then right. the motivation is bred out of the discipline. However, I think I did a YouTube video years ago about the difference between discipline and delight. Mm, yeah. For me, there was a change in my relationship when I approached God out of discipline, because listen, I am a disciplined person. I will take my little vitamins, go on my little walk, open my little Bible, write my little journal. La, 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 la. And they asked me to speak on um, the disciplines of um, the, the Christian walk for a women's retreat. And I said to my girlfriend, Stephanie, well, I don't know why they want me to do that. And she's like, Rachel, the most disciplined person I know. But I began to wear that as a badge a little bit, like I'm disciplined. And then there was something that happened through my discipline that turned into delight. Like mm-hmm. I, I want to be with them and I can be mm-hmm. with them when I'm on my walk. I can be with them when my Bible's open, yes. when it's closed. Yes. I can still have his word come through to me when I'm you know, in the car because I took some time in the word. But right. they, it's, it, it's almost like there's a freedom. There's a freedom to get it mm-hmm. however, whenever, in whatever increments. That was one thought. And, and then I agree with you so much that I think it's Bill Johnson that said once, People say, I don't, I'm not in the word, you know, cause I don't remember what I read anyway. And he said, I don't remember what I ate for lunch yesterday either, but I'm sure it nourished me. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? So like, you may not remember when you walk away, it may not be like, whoa, the clouds parted and the yes. Lord said this, but you have eaten from the yes. bread of life and there was something that it will bring to you. So I just, I just think, yay. And I believe that it's actually mature to think. I'm, this is on my heart and Holy Spirit's asking me to write this. I don't have to look down on this as if it's not as good as my studies. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. We can oh, get really judgy. We can judge yeah. ourselves. We can judge one another. Why did they write this? What kind of content was that? They have a song, but it doesn't have enough hallelujahs in it. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Whatever's coming out of you is mm-hmm. a fruit of your time with them. And yes. I think that's the beautiful offering. So yes. thank you for just doing it, Tabitha. Thank you for just putting your butt in the chair and doing it and giving 
language to what he was doing in you as you, you know, were with him and devoted to him. So mm -hmm. then you can pass on something. And we all know how this is. I say to people, authors, put the best stuff in the front of your book, because I have so many books where I've read halfway through, halfway through, halfway through. There again, if you got something from the book, mm -hmm. it's a win. Mm -hmm. It's a win. Mm -hmm. Whether they finish to the last page or not, it's a win when you give up something. So anyway, now I'm on a soapbox, but I'm just really, really appreciative that you did it. And it's actually launched, but it will come out. And when does Lent start? Because I think this podcast may be in time for all of that. And we don't need to be rulesy. Like Advent, like you said, Advent, I believe somebody told me means adventure. And you can always be on an adventure with God. You can do Advent devotional from Tabitha Deller in the summer if you want. Yes. You know, yeah. there's freedom. And, but tell yeah. me a little bit about that. Yes. So, um, so Lent this year in 2024 starts on Valentine's Day. February 14th is Ash Wednesday. And this is the little thing that I messed up and got wrong in, in the book <laughs> because I am a math major. I can count and do and work with numbers, <laughs> but Ash Wednesday is February 14th. And like I said, I go through this in the introduction a little bit about Lent. But different, you know, Catholic or Protestant, different denominations will count it different ways. And so there are fast days throughout Lent, Fridays. And so some count them, some do not. But if you were to count consecutively from Ash Wednesday, 40 days leads you to Palm Sunday. So, okay. so we're going to go on this adventure. And then Holy Week leading up to Resurrection Sunday is I'm I'm leading a group on an online community in an online community on Facebook and I'm using that week as a more reflective time catch up time whatever to hear from them what the Lord is doing in their heart and then there are in in stay there are three bonus devotionals so there's 40 like I said from if you did it consecutively which you can, you don't have to, you know, if you, um, if you don't do it during Lent and you choose 40 other days to do it, you know, it's, it, again, it is not about those, um, logistics and the legalism ritual, um, religiosity behind it. It is about a relationship with Jesus. So the bonus devotionals I entitled a weekend, oh, can I do this? A weekend to remember, oh, wrong page, a weekend to remember. And that okay. is Good Friday, Silent Saturday, and Resurrection Sunday. And so I call it mm. a weekend to remember because that's why we're celebrating. So everything that we've experienced in John's, John chapter 1 through 21, the life of Christ, and everything in this devotional leading up to his death, burial, and resurrection all culminates in this weekend to remember Good Friday, Silent Saturday, Resurrection Sunday. So that is, um, in a nutshell, how it is. But like right. I said, Ash Wednesday, February 14th, um, Palm Sunday is actually, it would be, Easter Sunday is on March 31st. So you can do the math. I think that would be the, can I do that? <laughs> I can't do math really well. Can you tell? That's all right. That's all right. 24th, 24th, that would be Palm Sunday of March. Okay, so people can get um, this through Amazon, through your website. Just tell us, and it'll be in the show notes, but it's just TabithaDeller.com. TabithaDeller.com, yes, it's on the homepage. 
There's also a stay tab. There's um, my Bible study tab and my devotional tab. If you click on devotionals, stay um, is right there. There's a little video trailer, a link to purchase it on Amazon, as well as a link to join the online community which is a Facebook group and ladies are gathering there now. I'm going to um, put out some videos and things leading up to the start on that February 14th, but we'll really get started on February 14th. And I'm telling you, I get so much out of these online communities, these ladies just sharing what God revealed to their heart for that day's reading yeah. and devotional. And it has been such a blessing. And so everything is right on my website um, under that stay tab for people who want to know more. So good. I love it. I love it. I'm so proud of you. Wait, wait, I have this for you. I celebrate you. <laughs> I celebrate it. It's really exciting. I, I, I just really, really love it. But how about um, if there's anything else burning in your heart about stay or what's going on with you right now, I want you to say it. Because who knows the next time I'll get to have you on the real deal. Otherwise, yeah. I just want you to pray for whatever's in your spirit about this project. But it's not just a project. I'm going to say mm -hmm. this um, offering of yours and, okay. and how it will impact people. And whether somebody that's listening to the real deal or not does it, just pray for whoever the real dealers are out there. And then I just want to pray over you and, and this project. But if there's something you've got burning, let me know. Otherwise, let's just pray. Yeah, I What's would just thought? say, no matter what you do, um, listeners, be in the word every single day. Just carve out, like I said, it can be just a verse or two. But if you open God's word, he will open your heart to receive everything he wants to pour into it. And then just like Rachel was saying, as you are nourished by it, it will make a difference. You may not remember all the details, all the minutia of what you read but it will change you from the inside out. You will start to think differently. You'll start to act differently. You'll start to make decisions mm -hmm. differently. You'll start mm -hmm. to treat people differently. God's word is transformational. And so I just want to encourage you. It doesn't have to be stay. It can be, it can be no other additional resource. You could say, I'm going to read a proverb a day. Be yep. in God's word every single day. It will not return void. So let me pray. Yeah. And it's like honey. It's like honey from the honeycomb, you know? And I remember when it felt dry sometime praying, Lord, let it not be dry. It's the honey yeah. from the honeycomb. Yeah. So let me, you know, and I, I don't know, but you said books and movies. You said movies. I have so many movies in my head because we're, we're a movie's house. But you know, there's scenes. I don't have a particular movie, but there's scenes where people are literally dying because they are mm -hmm. not taking food, you mm -hmm. know, and and they're either so depressed in the situation or they're, mm -hmm. you know, maybe they're wartime movies, maybe whatever. But it's like anybody just getting them to sip something or eat something, they know mm -hmm. they will be strengthened. Yes. And you watch these scenes where when people take in nourishment, they change mm -hmm. their eyes, brighten their skin gets not so ashen white. You know, I mean, so I'm just saying yes to what you just said, Tabitha, and not yeah. in a legalistic God doesn't love you unless you mm -hmm. read. That's not no. it. It's just, this is life. And it's uh, life to the full that you get when you are in the word. So anyway, yeah. pray. Thank you so much. Yes. Yes. And I would just I'm piggybacking on that because I'm, yeah. I, I need to say this because the Holy Spirit's putting it on my heart. So yeah. we are recording this podcast on January 18th. Mm -hmm. I launched 
day two days ago on January 16th. It was a great day. A rally, community rallied around me. I had mm. a great day. Just it was a it was a beautiful day. Yesterday, January 17th, the enemy hit me hard. I had a hard day. I was like, I was just down in the dumps. I'm just like you were mm. saying, like dry. I just felt very weary. I felt like wishy-washy and like, well, is it really going to impact people? I was doubting who I was as a child of God. I just had yep. this day of doubt and, and dry, weary, all of it. And like, and the, when you were talking about the movie and just the morsel of food, the, the sip of water and watching that transformation happen, it was in the afternoon. It's been snowing here. It's beautiful outside, but kind of gray and cold and all of that. And it was in the afternoon and I turned some lamps on and, and I was reminded about the light of the world, how God is the light of the world. And he brightens up a dark day. And I just felt it in my spirit. Like, and again, I wasn't reading God's word. That was just the Holy spirit. That was God's word in me reminding I am the light of the world. Yeah. And so I felt brighter. I felt like, okay, he's illuminating. Yeah. He's yeah. illuminating that I need to do something differently. So I don't feel this way that I need to remind myself that I am a child of God, that his word does not return void, that he did call me and equip me to write this book and he is going to use it. And I don't have to feel all the feelings all the time. I can stand on the promises of God. And then I put a playlist on a worship playlist and I just mm. allowed the word to just wash over me. And it was just like you were describing from that movie, just that I felt, I, I literally felt his presence feeding me and nourishing me and reminding me, you don't have to stay weary and worn out and down yeah. trodden. You can be, you know, joyful and strengthened mm -hmm. and nourished by just allowing his word to, to change me. And so wow. anyway, there's so, wow. so much more That's a testifying. To, to just pray um, for the listeners right now. So let's yeah. just do that. Father, yeah. in the name of Jesus, we come before you and I just pray for my um, brothers and sisters, anyone who maybe has experienced that wilderness, that, that dry, weary season, maybe right now, Lord, your Holy Spirit is working in a heart because they feel that way. They feel alone, yeah. isolated. Where do I start? This is overwhelming. This world is, is heavy. There's so, so much despair and death and, and hardship. And, and Lord, we know that's true because in this world, we are going to have trouble and we are going to have pain and suffering, but Lord, you have overcome the world. And so yeah. I pray right now for anyone who just needs a touch of your Holy spirit, just that fresh fire, Lord, that, um, wind of the Holy Spirit to just yeah. breathe life into them right now in the name of Jesus. Would you just resurrect that which is dead, which is dry and, and needs mm -hmm. word, mm -hmm. that, that nourishment, that washing with your word, the, the, the um, living water, Lord of your truth, the bread of life, Lord, would you nourish and sustain and bring back to life that which is just um, maybe not mm -hmm. completely dead, but mm -hmm. just dry mm -hmm. and weary. And so, Lord, I just ask that you meet every need right now. Um, every listener, mm -hmm. as they're listening to this mm -hmm. prayer, Lord, would you just bless them, touch them, Lord, um, remind them how much they're loved, 
remind them, Lord, that you don't make mistakes, that you have a plan and a purpose for them, and it is to prosper them and not to harm them, to give them a hope and a future, Lord. I ask that you would just start to do a work in their heart, Lord, that they even these dreams and maybe things that you've given them to do for your kingdom that they have maybe disqualified themselves for, would you just remind them, no, 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 a child of God is a force to be reckoned with, and you have work for us to do here on earth, Lord, a great commission to live out, Lord, and you've Ask us, Lord, to share the gospel, whether in word or deed, to the ends of the earth, Lord. But you're going with us. You're equipping us. You're strengthening us. And Lord, I just ask that you would begin to do a work in hearts, Lord, that just need reminded of how much they're loved, how much, Lord, you have planned and purposed for them to do. Not, again, not in a legalistic check the box kind of a way, but an overflow from everything that you are pouring into them every single day. And I pray for those who, Lord, um, just need that discipline to be in the word. Would you help my dear brothers and sisters to open your word, even right now, even right now, grab that Bible, open that Bible app, read a few verses, ask, Lord, that you would just nourish them and give them wisdom and truth to sustain them and set them free. Lord, we love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And Lord, I just pray for Tabitha. I pray for all of the people that she leads through stay. I pray for every person that picks it up, orders it, cracks it open, writes in it. God, I pray for the Facebook groups. I pray that your um, word would be like honey from the honeycomb. People would remain and abide. And I ask God that there would be so much fruit that it would continue to ripple effect, not just on launch day, not just during Lent, but there would be a uh, continued blessing over stay. Father, I thank you that you um, are working and I thank you that you bless and I thank you for your word that you're going to keep us from all harm. And I just pray from um, Proverbs, Lord, you said that you have victory in store for the upright. You're a shield to those whose walk is blameless and you guard the course of the just ones and you protect the way of your faithful ones. So I just pray protection over Tabitha and Steve and the boys. And I thank you, God, for those being the real deal. And I thank you, Lord, that you're going to bless. And so I just speak to the Deloys men in Jesus' name. I bless you. I bless you to be the real deal. I bless you to be distinctively different from one another, yet all Deller boys. I ask God that as they go forward, there would be nothing of pretense that they would want. There would be nothing of um, veneer that they would want. They would want real things, God. Make them uh, uh, attracted to it and make them attraction um people that everybody wants to know a Deller boy, Lord, and that they would be able to be quick to tell about your kingdom. Protect them, God. Watch over them. I thank you for who they are. I thank you for Tabitha, their mama, and I bless all of the Dellers, Lord. I just bless them today. And God, I just praise you for this listening audience. I pray for each of you real dealers out there. I ask that God would be leading you and guiding you and directing you to become all of who he made you to be, that you would understand you are a masterpiece. You would understand that you have purpose and you would understand that he even um, outfits you because he gives you an inheritance to do what he's called you to do. So I pray for that today. And the prayer that my dad prayed, Lord, we ask for all the people listening. We ask that you would help us to be the best we can be. And we thank you in Christ's name, in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. This has been rich. Thanks for pushing through and doing it. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Okay. Bye everybody. Until next time. See ya. You've been listening to The Real Deal with me, Rachel Inouye, helping people celebrate their significance and the genius of God in them. 
audio engineering by my husband, Michael Inouye. Thanks, babe. Theme music by Andrew Grace.